The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by, first of all, Miss J to the Max. What's going on, Miss J? You know, same old, same old. Yes, me and you have been um, consoling each other over a tough uh, football Sunday. And uh, yes. we'll be uh, opposing each other this Thursday. So, Yes, you won't hear from me starting 24 hours in advance <laughs> or 24 hours after. Yeah, so one of us will be happy and uh, one of us will uh, not be in contact with each other until next weekend, I'm sure. Yes, correct. And we're joined on this episode by Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? What's going on, listeners? Had to come crash this show because I just wanted to come crash the show. Yeah. Do you do you have a beverage? Don't ask no questions. I'm drinking water, so (laughs) no, I'm 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 cool for right now. If this is the WrestleCast, you can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also subscribe through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is uh, look for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Look for the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. Hit subscribe. In the WrestleCast, the RawCast, NXT Cast, and SmackDown Matters will show up in your podcast queue when we have new episodes available. So. We're coming off of a pay-per-view, a PLE, excuse me, premium live event Saturday night as we're recording this on a football Sunday. So we're going to run through the go-home show with SmackDown and then get into everything that happened, Extreme Rules, uh, in this episode. So we'll start with SmackDown Matters. We have a new SmackDown commentary team. We have new commentary teams throughout. Why, Don? You didn't tell them why. Because it was the season premiere. Yes, this is the season premiere. Jimmy Smith, uh, thank you for your service. And uh, <laughs> we'll send you down the road. As uh, Wade Barrett is joining Michael Cole on SmackDown, as Wade Barrett has been removed from NXT. Big Joseph is moving up from NXT to Raw to be with... And uh, Raw. Isn't he going to be with Corey Graves? Big Joseph, Big Joseph is staying in NXT and Booker T is joining oh, him. Booker T is joining him. So who's taking over Monday Night Raw with Corey Graves? Kevin Patrick. Yes, Kevin Patrick, who was is like... Byron still going to be there? Byron's going to be a backstage, comment, uh, backstage yeah. guy now. He's going to be doing what, the, what Kayla does. Oh. Kevin Patrick had that one audition where Jimmy Smith wasn't there that one week, and now look what happened. See, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> the best ability is availability. So real quick, let me tell you how he how he found out that he was getting replaced. So they was talking, they was on the production meeting, and they was talking about why did um, Seth say that um, Daniel Cormier um, didn't like um, Riddle, and he was giving the backstory about um, Riddle being John Jones and somebody else um, in wrestling um, back in high school mm-hmm. of that nation. And so he you had the triple A say maybe he should he should um he should throw that um use that and he thought he was called the match last on last night but triple A said no just give that to Michael Cole and he said he thought about it he said why would I give it to Michael Cole if I'm calling the match and then he said it hit him that he might not be calling the match and the next thing you know he found out the next day Oh, well. <laughs> he was he was gone. They getting Vince's people up out of there. So, what do you think? Well, 
I didn't think Jimmy Smith did a bad job. He was better than Andy and Ver. At least he knew that, that, yes. some of the, you know, he knew wrestling and MMA. So, I mean, he wasn't terrible. Yeah, I mean, he was, it, it wasn't like he really, he was, it was like he was, for me, it was, he was just there. He was just like, okay, he's there. He's calling the action. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it wasn't like, it's Amaro Ronaldo, but I mean, there's nobody really right. who is. I mean, yeah, think about it. You got to think about Raw over the past couple of years. They had Vic Joseph and um, D'Lo Madden, a.k.a. Um, Marseille. Yeah, we knew that wasn't going to last long. Yeah, it definitely wasn't going to last. And then um, the other guy came in. And, and then he did, right, he didn't work out. And then Jimmy Swift came, and he was, you know, holding down. I was like, okay, he's dead. But then next thing you know, Variety broke the story. It's like, hey, New commentary teams. I was like, oh, Jimmy if, Smith is gone. If I'm, if I'm <laughs> Triple H, I'll be like, yo, JBL ain't nowhere around this commentary team. Morrow, you sure you don't want to host Monday night? Right, exactly. I'll be like, Mar- like calling Morrow, like, um, bruh, like, no, no new regime, no, no JBL, no nothing. You can come back. And not, <laughs> I'm not, home. I don't want you on NXT. I want you. I want you the main show. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so that that is what we're with uh, as a new commentary uh, for the new season premieres of Monday Night Raw. So we got new teams on all three brands. I'm not looking forward to Booker T on commentary with Vic Joseph. To be honest with you, listen, I'm sitting here like, oh my god, yeah, I, I lost. I, I've, I've, we've we've dealt with Booker T commentary before, and it was not the best. Yeah, I mean, he was doing Botchamania almost every episode, so it's like, no. <laughs> now. I don't know how much, because I'm pretty sure Wade Barrett could have done the same thing. I don't know how much as Booker T being, you know, down there in NXT and being a part of that from day to day or calling the matches, how much influence he would have with helping develop people. But that would be the only reason I would see that you would take Wade Barrett away from NXT to put Booker T there because Wade Barrett has done a fantastic job. Yeah, he is. He is. But I mean, he, he's he's going up. I mean, he's he's on SmackDown now. So, and he he made an impact on um this past episode on the on last on the season premiere. So it was like right. So Booker, so Booker T is going to SmackDown. I mean, uh, NXT. NXT. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Him and Vic, him and Vic Joseph, who got married last week, which is why he wasn't on um NXT last week. <laughs> yeah. So Triple H is in the ring to get us going to say that there will be a time when you think everything is over, but it's just the beginning. So that's definitely a shot at the Vince McMahon, you know, getting pushed <laughs> out the paint and him taking over. He says, welcome to SmackDown. And and uh, there is another QR code on the microphone cube. Well, first he said, welcome to Fox. And everybody was kind of like, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, No. <laughs> So right. uh, that's all we get at Triple H. Uh, he had a huge pop. People were definitely uh, happy to see him. First time out in front of the camera since he's taken over. So people are definitely happy to see him. Uh, so Triple H does the intro, and then he disappears stage left. And here comes the bloodline. All intact, all five, with Paul Heyman. Sami Zayn out there being the hype man. Um, doing what Sami Zayn does. Roman Reigns hits the catchphrase, but he gets cut off by Logan Paul. Who stands on an apron. Roman invites him into the ring, and the fans clearly, like me and Mo have been stating, are not in favor of Roman Paul. Roman Reigns is like, don't worry. They did that. They booed me like that years ago, too, and I'm the GOAT, so, you know, things can change. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing's changing. We don't like them Paul people. <laughs> Only Paul we like is Paul Heyman. Right. Uh, so, Paul Heyman is told to smarten up Logan Paul, with Paul Heyman saying that Logan is a Mr. T and Sunday Lopper of his day, which <laughs> brings more eyes to the WWE product. The good thing is that Logan brings in more eyes who can not who can acknowledge Roman Reigns. So he is, in fact, a good thing. Heyman goes over some other online celebrities like Dan Shapiro, who would not have the guts to fight Roman Reigns. He says he can't wait for the time for Logan to be in the hospital bed where he can finally acknowledge Roman Reigns. Um, so, um, Logan asks if Jay Uso is the tribal chief, 
which doesn't sit well with Roman. So Sammy <laughs> has to play peacemaker between uh, Jay and Roman while Logan rants about promising that Reigns will, uh, Sammy says that Roman Reigns will crush him and Zayn hits the catchphrase that they are the ones as Logan Paul leaves the ring. Because Sammy said Logan Paul is a number two. Two. Uh, He's the biggest number two. uh, A big number two. And I'm like, oh, that's good. (laughs) The biggest number two in history. (laughs) Right. I said, well, that's good. Now, Jay Uh, Doobie acting like he leader of the pack, though. Say again? I said, Jay Doobie trying to act like he leader of the pack. The way way Roman was there and there, like, Roman looked at him like, Roman looked at him like, you do me acting like that. That's that, that's that look your mama gave you before you walk in church. Yeah. Like, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't and embarrass had to do that. Had to, had to do the whole, you know, this is what they want us to do. They want us to argue and fight with each other. You know, he had to pull that, he had to pull that line out because um, Roman almost choked that man. Did you see how you see how he was hyped, and then next thing you know, Roman just looked at him. And he just kind of like a little, away. like a little puppy dog. Like, Are you serious? <laughs> yes, dead serious. So that brings okay, us. That brings us to our first match of the night, where we have the Street Champ Solo Sequoia taking on Ricochet. A super kick into a jumping knee drops Solo Sequoia. Ricochet goes up top only to have a shooting star press counter into the spinning solo for the pin. And Solo Sequoia is our winner. It was a part though in the match where Solo knocked the shit out of Ricochet. Yes. With that right hand when he sprang And Ricochet hit the floor. <laughs> was no, like Ricochet springboarded, got hit with the right hand, got bounced back onto the ropes. <laughs> His neck and head hit the apron, and then he splatted onto the floor. And it was like, oh, man, glad Ricochet's okay, because he almost broke his neck. Look, Solo spent his whole life fighting his cousins and his older brothers, so I'm not surprised that he almost hurt that man for real. Um, he, oh, man. Ricochet must be a, 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 a real proud man to keep taking these L's in front of his woman like this. That's what I said. I said and she be having a front row seat. Look, she in front of the front row. Front row right there. Somebody just watch it like, mm, mm, mm. I, got I know. I, I, I get home. Home. I have to break up with him. Like, look. <laughs> it's not It's not me. It's you. <laughs> right. It's definitely you. Don't call me. You see me backstage at catering? Act like you don't know me. Right. <laughs> just stay in catering. So we go to the back. The bloodline is pleased with Solo Sequoia picking up the win with Sami Zayn taking some credit for Sequoia's success. He basically is like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? We got some really good chemistry together. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of taking him under my wing, and, and he's excelling. And Jey Uso is like, take him under your wing? Hold up. That's our brother. <laughs> That's my brother. And uh, Sami's like, Jay is so he's such a jealous hater. <laughs> Sammy's like, well, damn, man, calm down. You ain't got to be such a hothead about it. And Roman agrees with Sammy that Jay has been a hothead their whole lives. And Roman is tired of dealing with it. And he tells Sammy that Jay Uso is his problem now. How? Oh. how is, hold on, hold on. This, this whole day had me in tears. I'm like, how do you just, you know... You, you, you tell them something, yeah, you are high head, and just say, you, you deal with from now. <laughs> he just drove off the same, be like, that's your problem. And he just turned away and just was just like, I ain't dealing with this. Sammy finna be the right hand man. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, look, Jay gonna have to take that shirt off. But here's the thing, Jay probably thinking like, he, what he had to go through to get to this point, and now he's, his work is just being disregarded and everything. He being called a hater. Like he had to go through this, you know. I, I, I see where he's coming from. I see why he's feeling that way he's feeling. Listen, Sammy about to be wearing that right hand man shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so the Usos and Sammy Zayn are walking through the back and they run into the new day. And y'all know the new day. <laughs> We're going to let them live. It's nope. like, Jay, you say you got two daddies now. <laughs> Sammy, he's like Sammy, your daddy too. Oh no, Sammy not your daddy. He your stepdaddy. Oh no, 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 Sammy ain't the stepdaddy. He just a daddy that stepped up. They're so petty. 
<laughs> Here for it. So, of course, Sami Zayn is pissed. And he's like, yo, man, y'all find y'all a partner. And we can settle this in the ring. We ain't going to sit here and take these insults. And so New Day is like, okay, it's on. Man, that was so funny. Xavier Woods and Kofi, no, they're wrong. Well, did y'all see the uh, the video mashup that uh, Xavier Woods put on Twitter? No, no. What happened? It's just so he. It started with that. You're not the dad. The stepdaddy there stepped up, and then they have like the background music playing. And it's all the clips of all the times that Jay and Sammy interacted since <laughs> Sammy became part of the bloodline. Oh man, yeah. This it's like a it's a it's a video montage of Sammy and Jay's blossoming relationship, <laughs> but it's mostly like Sammy trying to calm Jay down and Jay just yelling at him in every every video. But somebody also had posted where they said Sammy's been um the bloodline all along, and it was like pictures from like past where. Um, especially it was like it was an old NXT folder when Sammy was down there and the Usos were down there and they was in the ring dancing. And I was like, yo, they they really was down there together. Cause Sammy was down there, NXT was down there NXT for a minute though. And they was just like, Oh, they was like, he's been a part of Bloodline forever. And it was like at the Hall of Fame, Sammy was sitting behind Roman. And I was just like, Yeah, he's been around. <laughs> Good and stuff, man. Good stuff. So we Ball. um so we come next with Hit Row. They uh, we see them as we go into commercial break. They're coming out of the tour bus, and they're doing their Hit Row rap or whatever on their way to the ring. So they come up for a match, but then <laughs> we got three masked men that jump them, beat them down. B Fab is trying to like get Ashanti Diadonis back on his feet, and that's when Zelina Vega joins in, takes out B Fab, and then the three men amass themselves to reveal. A look at Odell Phantasma. So it ain't over, Hit Row. It, it's still on. But, it ain't over. <laughs> we got Zelina Vega instead of Electra Lopez as the uh, as the as the the manager or or the 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 woman in the faction. So we changed the dynamic a little bit. But finally, Legado Del Phantasma. Wait, they left Electra. They left Electra down at NXT. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I was wondering where Zelina had been. Well, she was injured and she had the um she had surgery and they kept her out for a minute, but she's just been on social media doing her little cosplay and everything. But you know what? She's the manager that they need because she's so good on the mic. Right. That's who that's who, un- who was with Andrade. Yeah, but now just think how much better it's gonna be. Well, Electra could actually could, well, I mean they both can wrestle, but <laughs> no, but it was just like they, it, was, it was so basically the report was they spotted her at the um, at the um, airport, you know, and she had a blonde hair and everything. And they were saying she might be at, you know, SmackDown tonight. The next thing you know, we see this attack on Hit Row, and then we see her jump off the top rope, hit B Fab, and hit B Fab with a knee. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then they took off the mask, and I was like, hmm, no Electra. Mm. And then everybody went to the went to her um post her last tweet where it said um family family stays together and everybody was like, Yeah, this is kinda old. This didn't this didn't turn out well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But excited for Legado to be up here. Um Santos yeah. is, a, is a star, uh, Joaquin Wild and um and Joe and, and um, the other guy, um, God, what's the other dude's name? Um, that definitely could want. Um, um, wait a minute. You say who'd you say? I said Joaquin, Joaquin Wild, Wild and uh, yeah, the other guy. They could definitely be a great addition to the tag team uh, ranks. So looking for great things from them uh, as we go forward. So we get a white rabbit vignette. Which has the date of 10 8 22 or the date for Extreme Rules with the graphic reading Feed Your Hero. Cheyenne Deville versus Zia Lee. Cheyenne Deville and Zia Lee versus Shotzi and Raquel Gonzalez is next. Um, Shotzi and Raquel Gonzalez got the win when uh, Raquel Rodriguez hit the Tijana bomb on Cheyenne Deville. So that was like a four minute match, not much there. Carrying Cross and Scarlet come to the ring. But Drew McIntyre pops up behind Karrion Cross and jumps in from behind. The strap is tied up onto uh, McIntyre, 
but he has to beat up security, and that is enough to like carry him across, pull McIntyre into the post a few times before giving him an old-fashioned country whipping with the strap. Uh, Karen Cross, still not happening, brother. But keep trying. Hey, because I'm like, can we talk about Scarlett? Because Karen Cross ain't doing it for me. Um, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about them because I I got some I got some I, we'll talk about that later. Right, right. The Viking <laughs> Raiders talk about waiting and healing. A woman's voice says Valhalla awaits, and everybody is speculating that Sarah Logan. We'll be making her return with the Viking Raiders. So the Usos and Sami Zayn are facing... Because she's married to one of them. Yes, yes. The Usos and Sami Zayn are taking on New Day and a mystery partner. That mystery partner is Braun Strowman. <laughs> Kofi fights up, knocks Jimmy away, allowing the hot tag to Braun Strowman, who cleans house. Sammy and Jay get into an argument on the floor. Braun wipes them out with the um, shoulder tackle. Um, Sammy goes on the table. Jay basically chop blocks Michael Cole, takes him out. That leaves Jimmy all alone to get caught with the up, up, down, down for the pin. And New Day and Braun Strowman are your winners. Mm, mm, mm. I'm gonna try with Chief. What happened? Somebody said Pat McAfee wouldn't let that happen to Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see Max and Maxine Dupree arguing in the back. With Max declaring himself as L.A. Knight, he said, it doesn't work for me. This was never me. I'm L.A. Knight. And Wade Barrett was like, I knew it was L.A. Knight all along. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. it's official. Uh, commentary pre- previews the main event. And then there is a man in a white rabbit suit standing behind them. Uh, we get a video on Gunter versus Sheamus from their magic clash at the castle so now it's Sheamus versus Gunter intercontinental title match in our main event the cloverleaf goes on and Walter taps but it doesn't count because he was reaching for the rope Sheamus seems confused Imperium and the brawling brutes come down and they have a fight at ringside the road kick is loaded up but the referee is distracted and that lets Gunter clothesline Sheamus with the shillelagh and he retains the intercontinental title so Shaolin Shogun. Yes, another banger. So Shaolin Shogun MA says that he has to tap three times in order for it to count. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, he tapped though. And they know. I mean, I, I get it though, but he tapped. One reach for the rope. You tap, bro. <laughs> so they gave us another banger. They did. They did. After banger. After banger. And they showed up on Saturday and did it again. What's the opening match? <laughs> I only remember the first one and the last one. I watched see, it again. I told you. No, but see, I, I mean, I watched it again, and I'm like, nah, it's definitely some more memorable moments from the pay per view for the PLE. So that was our go home show of SmackDown leading up into Extreme Rules on Saturday night. WWE taking advantage of not going up against Sunday night football, which is smart for them. I mean, they had um, they had college football and postseason baseball. People but... don't care. Uh, that's still a better. That's still not the four hundred pound gorilla that is <laughs> right. in the NFL homes. Because you know what I'm gonna be doing in about two hours. Right, Getting right. Myself ready to watch Lamar versus Joe Burrow. You exactly. know, this, you know, this knew what he was doing when he moved him events. Right. You know what I would have been doing if Extreme Rules was on tonight. Sitting Get ready to watch Joe Burrow and them. With Extreme Rules on in the background, like checking in from time to time. I had to watch Extreme Rules the next day. So we have right. our opening video that is narrated by Paul Heyman. It features a boy in a spelling bee trying to spell the word extreme. He asked for definitions with Heyman uh, providing uh, the definitions, talking about what it means for tonight. So we come into our first match, Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes in a good old-fashioned Donnybrook. Sheamus hits Walter with a shot with the shillelagh to knock him silly. Then Walter gets powerbomb through the announcer's table and then Ludwig Kaiser gets broke kick for the pin as the brawling brutes defeat Imperium. Wait, time out. Da Vinci got pinned. 
Oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Da Vinci got thin. Yes, you're right. Um, like Miss J just referred to banger after banger. They said that as they were leaving the ring. Banger after banger after banger. This was a, this was a fun match, a very fun match. And Perfect way it, to start the show. Yes. I mean, hey, they, set, they set the bar, literally. <laughs> and the crowd be going up for Shamey every time he come out. Yeah, man. This um, this, this, this every time. battle with Imperium has definitely rejuvenated Sheamus in the yep. eyes of the crowd, man, because he is over. He's definitely guy. over. I mean, hey, right, dog. Everybody who takes them chops for Walter, you gotta have a measure of respect for him. There's no way, there's no way Walter could have chopped me that many times in a row when he was on the announce table without some extra pay, dog. No way. Listen, he took chops, a boot to the face, then got dumped on the bar top. I'd have been like, you gotta put me some some extra Skrilla in my pocket for that because that's gonna hurt. Uh, when they when he did the ten the ten blows of the Bowery or whatever he does, and then they all got up there and was beating Walter down. I, I just smile. I had the Moyer Freeman clapping and smiling like, "Oh, this is so great!" Yeah, that match was insanity. It's a great, perfect way to start the match. All right, John, real quick. Yes, sir. Oh, real pro- quick. oh, my producer. Um, yeah. Oh, let's see here. Tag team match. Um, let's go with Jamie Noble. Nope, Joseph Park. Damn it! You know what? I gotta start because they've been giving Joseph Parks a lot of a lot of <laughs> shit. I gotta start putting him more to the forefront. The Miz isn't happy about the idea of Dex Loomis ruining his birthday tomorrow night, so he'll talk about it with Triple H. But then something catches his eye. That would be the Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty, who offers him a shirt. Miz throws it down and stops on it, and of course, the Philadelphia fans are not pleased with that. Gritty is definitely over. <laughs> Gritty How you gonna be disrespectful to Gritty? He ain't Gritty is like everywhere. Nobody. Gritty was on Abbott. Gritty was on Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he on WWE product too. Like, like okay, he's he's over. <laughs> um, as somebody once said, Gritty pocket straight. Listen, man. Gritty is Gritty. Gritty ain't hungry. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do in my retirement. Be a <laughs> a mascot. Be a professional sports team mascot. Hey, with, with, with the WrestleCast have a, a mascot, you should. Do I only that. have to do home games. Yeah, you're right. Right. You had to do you had to do um, community appearances as well too. That's cool. Those only like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the mascots be making bank. I like look. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. No, some of them mascots be making bank. Like I saw, like some of them making like six figures a year. Now, granted, it's probably split between two people, but still. Well, that- I don't want to. Let me tell you, I have worked hard my entire life since I've been able to work. I don't want to work hard into old age. True. That. You want to be on the beach? You want to be on the beach with a feet up, have the drink, and getting. I mean, I do that. I do that now. I do that now. Live but, in San Diego. Right. It is very hard work. I was despite trying, what you I was despite trying, what you I was trying to set the scene. Oh. <laughs> Take a call scene. from the beach you know, is very already. hard. I do that already. Sending emails, sending press, sending hitting sitting on the email. That's that's a tough job. It is tough because you at the beach, the internet don't always it, the, the connection's not always great. Right. If you understand. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the worst match of the night. Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. I was about to say that. Ooh, child. You could skip right over this one. It's not even worth right. talking about. SmackDown women's title match is an extreme rules match. Liv power bombs uh, Ronda on a table. The table breaks. That was a, that was a sad power bomb. The table breaks. Liz, well, actually, like she hit the top rope senton, excuse me, on the table for two. Then she power bombed her onto the broken table, and then Ron, Ronda Rousey got her into some kind of leg choke, and Liv passed out, and Ronda got the win, and she's your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Liv was smiling like she 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 enjoyed that a little bit too much, and she lost the last two. 
This match was. She was. Nice. She was smiling as she was getting tapped out. Yeah. When has Ronda Rousey she ever had a passed, good she match? Passed out, she passed out. She told. She going to say she didn't tap. She passed out. But this, she was smiling. But this was bad on Live Part Two, though. I know. I'm not. I'm not, not taking anything away from her. I'm just saying. I'm just looking at I how. Think, I think it was because the emphasis on that fake ass baseball bat they had. Do you know who I? I can. I know Molly Holly and Tyson Kidd ain't had nothing to do with this match. <laughs> Smoke, they, they, what? Tell us. they would they, they would never. They would Mo, never. Mo, let her get, is that was one of the guesses correct? The latter. Tyson Kidd. It was Yes. He produced this match. Yes, he did. You know what? You can't be a hundred percent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you, you're gonna you're you're bound to miss. You're bound to have a miss. Sometimes your players have to execute better. And uh, exactly, and I mean, I feel like working with Ronda Rousey. I mean, it's not his fault. Yeah, Ronda. It's not his. Live did not execute when it comes to this. Right, I'm ready for her to retire from WWE as well because she's not had a match that has interested me yet. Every match that she's been in, the other person has to carry the match. Right, and it's just, and it's like you know they keep putting the things behind them. I'm like, and she needs to, she need to take her butt down to the performance center. Like, girl, we know you're not practicing at home or taking bumps at home. She ain't doing nothing, I'm but like, she she's best performing on the planet. What did I say last time, Don? A man in New Year's would be different. <laughs> As with Holly Home. Mm. I'm just, she does nothing for me. I didn't like her in UFC and I don't like her in WWE. Like Brock, he's grown on me like a fungus. But Ronda. Mm-hmm. Because Ronda doesn't have any passion and Ronda doesn't, Ronda doesn't exhibit like she wants to be here. She is going through it like, damn, I came back because I need the money and now I'm not happy at my job and I'm just waiting until my contract is. She has no passion and no Wait, Who needs the money? Well, who needs the money? I mean, she's not fighting no more. She's not really a, a celebrity endorser like that. So, I mean, they ain't oh, got to come from I'm somewhere. Sure she got, got endorsements or something. Man, they're not getting she paid like that paid. in the UFC. You've seen that already. Right. Okay. I was going to say, she ain't starving. I mean, she has movies and stuff, too. Dog, that ain't she, that, she ain't that WWE <laughs> every week income, dog. Right for that for that for that for that million or that eight fifty she getting per year yeah yeah you know so you can see yeah I mean you we all know when people be playing out the string and Ronda is definitely out here playing out the string so that brings us to Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre strap match the future shot DDT drops Karrion Cross Drew is getting ready for the Claymore only to have Scarlet getting his way. Then Scarlet pulls out some pepper spray. She blinds Drew McIntyre. That allows Karrion Cross to hit his cross hammer, which is the running forearm to the back of the head. And he pins Drew McIntyre. She gets a win. So I definitely was saying this was white people's BDSM because she was definitely screaming. She definitely was screaming when Karrion Cross was whacking um, Drew with the, um, with mm-hmm. the strap. Yep, she was. And she was dressed in her best Sable outfit. Oh, she was. And, they, and, and Sable was trending on Twitter because of it, too. <laughs> Even more reason why Karrion Cross. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Your woman is the main attraction. And you just hear along for the ride. Listen, I would have been okay with Scarlet versus Drew. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably would have been with that. Uh, this wasn't a very good uh, coupling of matches because you had that Ronda Live match followed behind this match, which really people aren't into really carrying cross like that. They are into Scarlet, they are into Drew, but they're not into carrying cross. Exactly. There's your match right there. So it, it took a while for the <laughs> ending to come and, and for Scarlet to get involved. She had kind of teased getting in the way a couple of times, and Drew kind of like sidestepped her and kept going, but this time it played into the finish. Right. So, okay, good. He was. Listen, right. again, Triple H ain't going to hit all fours you know, or hit all cylinders every time. You know? uh, Miz, Give Miz is on the phone. Who's your uh, producer? Oh, oh producer, producer. Uh, who is this? This is a strap match. Um, let me go with Shane Helms. 
No, he's trained. I told you he's trained. He's getting ready to train um, Logan Paul. This was Michael Hayes. Oh, yeah. Michael Hayes. Yeah, okay. That makes sense because Michael Hayes will be the only one probably back there who's actually had a strap match. Um, (laughs) So that makes sense. Uh, Miz is on the phone with Maurice talking about his birthday again when Gritty interrupts. Uh, He yells at Gritty as uh, now we're transitioning into Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Raw Women's title defended in a ladder match. Binky goes up to try to retrieve the title, but here comes the rest of damage damage control to uh, run her down and shove her off the ladder. Belair hits a double KOD on Dakota and EO, but Bailey is back up to hit the rose plant on Binky. Bailey places the ladder over Belair, but Binky presses the ladder up to shove Bailey off. Now it's Bailey going back up the ladder, but Bianca uses the braid to bring her back down. Bailey picks up a ladder, but Binky picks up Bailey with the ladder, and Binky KODs them both the ladder and Bailey onto the ladder, allowing Binky to go up the ladder, pull down the title, and retain the Raw Women's title. Whoop whoop! I'm on my own against the wall. <laughs> Um, now that she won, that look. Now that she won, she got to show back up for game day again on Saturday so we can beat Alabama. <laughs> um, the crowd was definitely into Binky uh, once she was. Yeah, she brought them to her feet. She brought them to that feet when she grabbed that title. Yes, yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, she did. That double KOD brought them to their feet too. It took a little yeah. minute to get it set up, but. Once they got and they, was, and they, were, they, were, they were they were working trying to get trying to get themselves up there. <laughs> yeah, they were. Got to give EO a lot of credit. <laughs> she did her best to make it happen. Uh, but yeah. yeah, man, Binky is just uh, getting better and better, man. And Bailey, I, I, this was still a dangerous match for me just because Bailey coming off that knee surgery um, and uh, and some of the she did her best to kind of fall from like the fourth or third or. Fifth room, but that last one she fell from kind of high up. I was worried about her knee going back yeah, up. She but. definitely was trying to play it safe and where, where she fell at and everything. So, yeah. we did. and also, it was funny was when she was yelling at the little girl, she was like, yeah. <laughs> the little girl at the beginning of the match, she was like, Who sucks? I suck. No, I'm winning. I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, Bailey been, Bailey been. I thought Bailey was gonna make that little girl cry, but she was. Bailey was making the kids um hell this past couple of weeks. She went at it with Izzy, um the girl, yeah, her. She went with Izzy, and then um they um when the little kid had shown the sign um on for Monday Night Raw, and she's like, who's gonna see this? That little small sign. I was like, oh man, I said, I said, who? I said, who? I said, Bailey. We came up. I said we forgetting that she was the the white meat baby face when she came up, but now it's like her hair run has been so good. It's kind of like we forget that 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 was the case when she got first got called up. Oh, he'll tap this everything. All right, who's your producer? Molly Holly. Yeah. Nope, Petey Williams. <laughs> I never. I'm never good at this game. <laughs> Wait, who did you say it was, Mo? Petey Williams. If you want to know, if you want to know who Petey Williams is, just look up Scott's um, the Steiner math um, video from TNA and the little short guy next to him. That's Petey. Okay. Williams. The inventor <laughs> of the Canadian Destroyer. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Then, then it got then it got renamed the Sunset Panama um, Sunrise and that's the Bad Buddy Destroyer. Let's not forget how well yeah. executed <laughs> that at WrestleMania last year. So it brings us to Finn Balor versus Edge in the I Quit match. Rhea Ripley pops up on the apron and handcuff Edge to the top rope. The three men of judgment, they beat Edge down, and Finn Balor unloads with the, with kendo sticks to his back. Rey Mysterio finally comes in with the chair to make the save, but Dominic ends up knocking Rey off the apron, and Beth Phoenix pops up to make the real save. Beth beats the fire out of Finn Balor with the kendo stick, that's when Rhea Ripley slides in the ring and we have a stare down. Well, Beth beats Rhea Ripley down with the kendo stick as well. She gets the keys to the handcuffs and Edge is freed and he spears down Damian Priest, followed by three spears to Finn Balor. Beth grabs the chair for Edge. 
he uh, you know kicks off the bottom bar and he's about to do the cross face when Rhea Ripley comes back in and hits Beth with a pair of brass knuckles knocking her out. Judgment Day then beats down Edge, including a bunch of coup de gras from Van Balor. But Edge still won't quit. So Rhea Ripley goes outside. She grabs two chairs. And they're going to give Beth the concerto. And that is enough to finally make Edge say, I quit. And then what happened? And then, and then, Rhea, Ripley, and then Rhea Ripley concerto Beth anyway. Right. So my guy, or as, as Sammy would say, my dog. <laughs> Just, you know, not quit. People, people, people were surprised. I was like, that's heel tactics 101. You, you, do the, you do the dirty deed anyway. <laughs> they learned that from Edge. And Rhea Ripley cemented herself as the number one heel on Monday Night Raw when she can turn to Beth. Because this was not happening. And I was like, this is the match I want Beth and Rhea. Oh, business picked up when they got in there. I mean, it was an oh. okay match. But as soon as they got in there, yeah, psh, yeah I said, run it. Yeah. Listen, yeah. And I, I, I just don't appreciate how Dominic be treating his stepdaddy. <laughs> Hold on. Can, so we about, can we talk about Michael Cole, how he became unhinged when, when, when Dominic started attacking Ray? <laughs> Listen, Michael Cole had flashbacks of the uh, Battle for Dominic <laughs> match. He did. I was like Michael Cole channeled his um, Jim Ross right there because he was definitely, definitely going off. <laughs> oh my god! He was like, somebody need to punch this kid in the face. <laughs> he did sound like he, he was like legit upset. I'm like Michael Cole, like he called him a brat and everything. I say he said Dominic never won for anything. <laughs> Michael Cole, was, I mean, he had two daddies, of course not. Jupiter Julep out here uh, liking to see the son on Father Violence though. No, she you know what? She also made a comment about the strap match. She's like, basically, like this wasn't what I had in mind. <laughs> strap match. No, really or maybe not. like, do they know what a strap match is supposed to be? Something like that. Some creep cast worthy tweet. So she said, I said, and she was like, yeah, it did something to me. I was like, here we go. <laughs> I said, my wonder twin showing out. <laughs> and then she made a comment about Finn too. And I was like, Mm-mm. yeah, because Finn came out with that dominatrix mask. Right. Pretty sure he got it from Rio. He said, like, "Let me hold that mask." <laughs> uh, well, he might have borrowed it from Dominic. You never know. <laughs> um, who is the pro- uh, producer for this match? Um, it's got to be right, Jamie Noble. Correct. See, I told you, law apples. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say correct. <laughs> um, Gritty gives Miz another shirt. And the Miz has just had it, and he beats him up. But it's Dexter Loomis. He, I guess he thought Gritty was Dexter Loomis himself. That's the reason why I beat him up. But Dexter Loomis is actually behind Miz. He chokes out the Miz, of course. And Loomis helps Gritty up, and then Grim, Gritty kicks Miz in the ribs, and him and Dexter Loomis leave. Miz was like, Miz tried to run, and he just grabbed him and just... <laughs> I said, Miz going night-night. <laughs> What happened to Chopper? Is he hurt? I don't know. He just hasn't been around ever since the whole the ring thing happened when he popped up him out the ring and we just haven't seen him. Right. All right. They need to fill that in. Uh oh. Oh, oh. Whoa. whoa. Hey. Uh oh. Somebody's the man. <laughs> this is time over there. No, 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 no. I accidentally opened Twitter in a video of someone teaching their grandma the trillville some cut uh (laughs) (laughs) and the grandma's like what are they talking about balls (laughs) you surprised you be surprised what our grandparents know about when it comes to those it comes that stuff they said oh we should call it such and such back in the day like (laughs) right like granny like say what what we did how you think y'all got here I did. I don't want you. Don't have to tell me. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, we don't need to know. We don't need, we don't need to know that. Mm-mm. Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle is our main event. They're fighting in the fight pit. Daniel Cormier is our special guest referee. Riddle catches Seth with an RKO on the platform. 
And uh, Riddle drops back down to the mat. He kind of like rolled off, grabbed the rail, and then kind of dropped. So it wasn't that big of a bump. But uh, Riddle was like, hold my beer, bro. Because he does the bro time from the platform uh, <laughs> onto the mat for a huge crash. I'm pretty sure Matt Riddle has like, uh, if you don't have a broken tailbone, he definitely got like a bruised tailbone. Stop, bro. And some compressed vertebrae. Uh, Riddle grabs the triangle choke. Rollins tries to drive him into the cage over and over. Um, he does that, and then he power bombs him, but Riddle won't let go of the choke, and Rollins has to tap, and Matt Riddle gets the win over Seth Rollins. So rude. <sighs> so, um, Hell in a Cell against Edge uh, in Saudi Arabia, L, Seth Rollins. WrestleMania against uh, Cody, L, Seth Rollins. Rematch Rude. against Cody L. Seth Rollins. Matt Riddle versus Rollins in the fight. Wait, 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 wait. You forgot. Cody Rhodes hurt W. Seth Rollins. No, he, he lost that one too. No, he lost no. that match. I said Cody Rhodes is out hurt. That's oh. a W for Seth Rollins. <laughs> okay. Oh, he not. lost Peter Cody though. Yeah, we're talking about his his actual big matches, and this is the reason why, folks. Seth Rollins wasn't in the top 10 of the PWI 500. He ain't been winning. Well, Y'all act like it's his fault. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> it's predetermined. It's booking. This is booking. Blame the booking. Well, they need to, if they want to give us this Seth Rollins versus Roman match, apparently they don't because they not giving right Seth it. Rollins no wins. He was talking, right he was talking, he was talking trash um, about Seth, about Roman, um, the interview this week, so might be Steve Slater, but I don't know. Because I mean, who else he gonna fight again? Oh, he uh, didn't fight everybody except Bianca Belair. Uh uh-uh. uh, Cody, Cody, and and Walter. Those are the two and, options. And Bray Wyatt now, not a Bray back. Wait, wait. We well, he that. beat Bray already, didn't? We ain't get to that part yet. <laughs> well, it's about to come now, but yeah. Okay, so producer for this match. Um. We've had Michael Hayes with a match. We had uh, Noble. We had Joseph Park. Shame him. She's not there. Um, the SmackDown producer. What's his name again? I mean, the SmackDown uh, GM. Williams. Oh, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. I'm here for Jay, you. Jay was like, who's the, who's the, the SmackDown general manager? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> AKA, AKA Jack Tunney Jr. Right, <laughs> that guy. Okay, so he has a TV. He has a little TV. Since. Nah, since Ronda went ham on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, I need to acknowledge Samuel Kalunga as the winner uh, outright of the uh, this week's Who You Got. Uh, before the bonus question, we we're about to talk about Sam got five right. Jade and Mo got four right. I only got two right. I was awful in this edition of uh oh I had three once we do the bonus. So Jade was fucking trash. I'm I'm leaving Mo. I was like, girl, <laughs> this thing is not even over yet. <laughs> yeah, so y'all ended up tied. So Riddle goes to leave and uh the graphic comes up like we're about to go off the air, and then the lights go out and the fireflies light up the arena. And we hear Bray Wyatt's voice singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. As he's singing, we see real-life versions of the Firefly Funhouse characters in the crowd. And then also we get a Fiend mask on the announcer's desk. Then the Fiend pops up near the barricade. And then we cut to the rampway where we where there is a door where we enter and there is a real Firefly Funhouse. A TV comes on with the monster asking who entered the world. Light comes from behind the door to the funhouse, and it bursts open. Someone is holding a a lantern, and it comes out wearing a mask from the TV. The mask comes off, and it's Bray Wyatt. The lantern is blown out, and and we get a logo that looks like an upside-down mutated butterfly pops up on the screen, and that is how we end Extreme Rules. It was about to to end, and then Michael Cole... The next thing you know, the, the the logo comes up, and then Michael Cole, the light goes out. Michael Cole's like, "We still in the air." Yeah, they, did the, they did the NXT thing where, like, if you see the logo and you be like, oh, "Okay, it's the end," and hit hit X on your peacock, you missed it. Yep. 
this was amazing. This reveal was amazing. And that crowd, when they, like, when it, when the lights first went out, they popped huge. All the fireflies. Then they start panning around the arena and you see Huskus and you see the buzzard and you see the rabbit and you see uh, the, I forgot what Abigail, Ab- Abigail right? Yeah. And then, then they show the fiend at the barricade and everybody pops huge again like, ah, he's here. And then all of a sudden, that was a swerve because then it focuses on Ooh. that door and it's like, then the crowd is like, ah, they're in like a silence because they don't even know what is next. And then you see the TV screen and then the light of the lantern and Bray comes out of that door and takes that mask off. And when he takes that mask off, those people gave it everything they had to end the show. It was like three different levels of excitement that they put that crowd through. Because like the fiend at the barricade was the swerve. They, that they thought it was the combination. So that yep. was just a, it was just a great, great reveal. And the wrestling world was definitely no. I mean, wrestling Twitter was definitely pumped for it. You know, it was just something that we was just didn't. We was waiting for it, and the build up and the payoff was just everything. So, right. kudos to WWE for doing that. Yeah, Jason, Max, you got any uh, any thoughts on the Bray Wyatt return, the reveal, the theatrics? I mean, we knew he was coming back. We just didn't know when. But I'm happy that he's back. Breathing some. I hope he going to SmackDown because SmackDown needs because SmackDown needs him. You got y'all got Roman. You, y'all don't need him. Y'all get three hours every week. <laughs> Are we still like we still we still need this all the stars we can get. No, y'all waste the three hours y'all got with the stars y'all have. Y'all don't deserve more. Listen, y'all got Hit Row. Y'all got Legato Del Fantasma. Y'all got Carrying Cross. No, y'all can have him. <laughs> With the draft coming up soon. Draft I had it to WrestleMania, so draft <laughs> I had it to WrestleMania, so you know, y'all got a little bit more time to deal with that one. But uh yeah, I mean, except for the Ronda ladder match with Liv and the strap match, the wrestling on this show was very good. But the uh, the reveal of Bray Wyatt and all the theatrics definitely makes up for those two bad matches. So I, I thought this was a, a really good show. Great. Yeah, because uh, the because the fans at the end would say, "We want, we want Bray, we want Bray." Yeah, and two don't... minutes into the match, they was already chanting, <laughs> "We want Wyatt, Wyatt!" Like, damn, y'all ain't even let him get started yet. Don was like, "They want Brian, they hate him. They don't embrace Come on, I can't. I can't wait for Sasha Banks to to beat Ronda Rousey for a SmackDown Women's Championship. I was just about to bring that up because um, they're going to Saudi uh, Halloween on that. Uh, so that's the next event. So in about two and a half weeks, we're going to have another event in Saudi Arabia. That's where it'll be Logan Paul and Roman in the main event. But in November, SummerSlam is in Boston. And of and course, everybody's wait, what's, what's in November? Survivor Series, excuse me. Oh, I was about to say, misspoke, uh, dog. Misspoke. Survivor Series is in Boston, and so everybody is expect. The expectation is, you bring the boss back in Boston with Naomi. So let's oh, see how that goes. Yeah. So let's see how they do that. And you know, they they um they changed their names to take out the WWE. So you have the Mercedes, her real name, in there, and they Naomi. Trinity Fatu now. Okay, all right. That's when both um, that's both on Twitter and Instagram. They changed their name, so. Oh. Okay. I mean, they might, they still might be coming back though. I mean, I'm sure Triple H probably letting them Man, do that. Thing. Triple H better get them back. Yeah, but he gonna let them do what they want right now because he want them back. Mm-hmm. Triple H about to roll out the red carpet for them. Right. He probably like, you know what, y'all, y'all earned, y'all earned y'all. Earned this, so I mean, think about it. Um, Charlotte's been gone for, for a long time too. Think about who the, those three women. They, I mean, somebody got to care for her daddy after he keep doing all these dumb matches. <laughs> well, he's still married, you know. Wendy's still with him. They they don't get the divorce, but they called it off. So I was about to say, are they still? <laughs> That's good. Rick Rick definitely needs somebody to be looking after him these days, especially with all the ventures that he's uh, going into. 
and don't want them to uh, be out here trying to navigate. Roll up, roll up. All right. <laughs> well, we've only got a few more minutes left, so and Miss Jade's got a heart out, so we need to get the shout outs and thank yous in. So Miss Jade Cinemax, we'll start with you. Uh, always a pleasure to talk with you, catch up with you. Um, I'll be your friend up until uh, 12 o'clock midnight on Wednesday, and then you'll be my enemy until the game is over. Oh, you better than me because I'll do a full 24 hours, like 5, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. I don't want to hear from you. Don't text me. Don't tweet me. Dang. And then on Friday at 5 p.m., then we can be friends again. It's like that? Oh, yes. I have a friend who's a Green Bay Packers fan, and we just don't talk for the whole week. Oh, my. Best friend. But anywho, my shout outs. Uh, it's the same as it is every week to the whole WrestleCast crew. Thanks, Mo, for joining us. You know, don't don't hurry back uh, so soon. Well, day at least Didi was more, was more kind when she was. I mean, I'm not saying you can't come back. I'm just saying don't make haste to come back. I'm not. I, I won't. Take I'm your time. I won't. No Take problem. your time. But yes, it's always fun tweeting and chatting and, and hanging with y'all, the whole WrestleCast crew, talking about all things wrestling. So, and shout out to me. Yes. Just because. Just because you're awesome. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. All right, Mo, to the underscore Reese, your shout out to thank you, sir. Well, shout out to you, to Don and Jay. Um, thanks for allowing me to come through. Um, you know, season premiere SmackDown and the uh, Extreme Rules Premium Live event. Uh, shout out to uh, Smith Semi, Terry's boy, Anwar. Shout out to the rest of our crew in the spaces and in the tweets. Um, also, shout out to the WrestleMania logo for Philly um, in 2024, WrestleMania 40 XL. Yeah, they got the new logo. They posted the new logo for that too, as well. So it looked kind of tight. All right, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, first Andrade Idolo for taking matters into his own hands and trying to get Tony Khan to see the error of Sammy Guevara's ways, but uh, still didn't work out. Give a shout-out to Mo to the underscore Reese and Miss Jade to the match for joining us. Uh, give a big shout-out to the WrestleCast OGs, uh, Sam, Greg, and Miss Didi Jonet, because this week we will be celebrating eight years of doing this podcast and this current iteration, so... Shout out to Classic as well for forming the Voltron that currently uh, consists of this version of the WrestleCast. So this week we'll be celebrating all week our anniversary, eight years of doing this. Uh, shout out to um, um, Black Island, Black Marvel, uh, Kyle Ran for holding down the spaces last night. Shout out to Jupiter Julep, Miss V coming through, everybody who shared their commentary with color using the hashtag ExtremeCast. Uh, on Saturday, we definitely appreciate everybody's commentary with color. Always a good time during the PLEs of everybody uh, interacting and tweeting. So, as always, a great time uh, with everybody in the WrestleCast family. Uh, continue to support the show. Go to the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Here the before this podcast conversations between myself, Miss Jade, and Mo, as we lament about Sunday football and various other things as well. You can also check out me and Miss Simi reviewing AEW Dynamite over on the Patreon page. Also support the show by going to CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Do some shopping with any of our sponsors to help keep the shows free each and every week here on the CSPN. Shout out to the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles. Shout out to Dwayne over at Know the Score. Check out those podcasts as well here on the CSPN. So for my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max, and our special guest, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. Thank you for listening to the WrestleCast. Stay tuned for the parting promo. What you mean, taking him under your wing? You ain't down since day one, Luz. He, he earned his homework. That's my brother. That's our brother, Luz. Hey, God. Calm what you down. talking about? Yeah, all right, all right. What you Don't, talking about? Right? Don't be such a...